Friday, everybody, and welcome to possibly the shortest champion review. We're about to... I don't know. You say uh, that now, but, like, we've had some short ones, yeah. I don't know. So we have Karthus Amumu and... Chogli. Surprise, surprise, those two champions didn't have anything. So, yeah, we're going to do... Cho'Gath would be next in line, and more surprises. He didn't... Hasn't changed... He hasn't changed that much. He had one ability change. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh... I mean, yeah, we could end up like talking for like four hours, probably just watch, but nah, I don't think, I think it's going to be a short one, I think but so too. Uh, that's okay. You know, it's Friday, it's Friday, baby. And yeah. Um, so last week we had asked you guys if you had previously see, um, played the pre-worked, pre-reworked Evelyn and 43% said yes. And 57% said no. Yeah. So I know a few of you guys uh, started. When did first of all? When did Evelyn get? Did we figure that out? Was it like 2018? It had to be 2018. I think so. Sounds about right. Because K- KDA. Yeah. Sounds okay. about right. Sure. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention before we get into this is Riot had already posted a new has just posted a new teaser for the next champion. Which is the uh, melee ADC, quote unquote ADC, uh, role champion? Oh and... yeah, yeah, I saw that little teaser. I was that I was unaware of what that teaser actually was when I first saw it, not realizing it was a champion. But it did say more information tomorrow, right? I think like so. I saw that, and I'm like, does that like like? Like, they, do they means? literally mean tomorrow, or do they? I, yeah, I don't know. Mean like I couldn't figure that out. I'm like, do they? Are they? talking to me or are they talking like as the character <laughs> so i know a lot of people are gonna be like wait wait belveth just came out well apparently belveth was supposed to come out a while ago she got delayed yep same thing reason as udir udir is getting like Udyr. super delayed i have no idea what that dude is yeah <laughs> yeah good old dutter I'm, I'm really waiting for that udir dude right yeah, i don't know i feel like everybody's been waiting for that, that so guy. so yeah so new champions coming out it maybe by the time you guys are listening to this, there'll be more information, more trailer, another cinematic, maybe. Um, the only you know what, there was a YouTube video that someone posted of a leaked. I'm not gonna, we don't need to go over it right now, but um, there apparently her abilities got leaked. Oh, and so that's something maybe we can talk about like next week. Um, that is unless they like post all of her abilities already but i don't know we'll see so get hyped for that yeah yeah and uh all right we'll go into it so we're gonna you guys again this is gonna be a really short episode so hang in there um karthus karthus okay karthus i think the biggest change is what you said is just uh, a vgu like just visuals that that was for sure yeah for sure for sure uh, looking at as uh I'm looking at his old splash art and then Chinese one. Chinese one looks wild. Yeah, it does. It's it, he's got a very um Chinese style robe on too, which is kind of cool. Um yeah, guys, so Karthus, All his abilities are do? the same. <laughs> yeah, what does he do? Well, if anybody remembers his original M&Ms or Skittles, whatever people call them, um they changed that back in what 2015, I think. When they when they updated him, um, his lay waste 
now makes a lot more sense when you put it down. It's much easier to see as an enemy as opposed to the old fucking Skittles that they had. <laughs> but um, it's it's the same ability. You, you drop a little Q, and if you hit a single target with it, you do double damage. If you don't hit a single target with it, you do regular damage, which isn't a whole lot. So it's important to um, hit single targets with that thing. Um other than that, um, it is a skill you can use as passive. I did intentionally skip his passive because I'm gonna I wanna circle back to it. Right. Um because that's like one of the most important parts of this champion, right? Is the passive. Um the oh lay waste also only deals ninety-five percent damage to jungle monsters, so that is something to keep uh in mind and that's just to slow his clear because most of the jungle monsters are single target um with blue buff red buff and gromp and even krugs you can kite for a single target you're probably not gonna you might be able to kite wolves for single target but you're definitely not gonna do it with chickens um so they had to bring him down just a little bit to slow well, his clear to be fair it used to be worse yes it did it mo it recently got buffed it did they just know if they put it at 100%, he's going to have an insanely fast clear for next to no mana, which he shouldn't. He should be easy to gank early and then win late, or at least mid-game. So, um, let's see. It does take about a quarter second to go off from when you when you place it, but it's on a one-second cooldown. So, this is like... Uh, this champion doesn't auto-attack. <laughs> no. He queues. He queues. Um... And then his W, the old Wall of Pain, uh, looks much better now than it used to as well, just like the Skittles look better now. Um, the nice thing about this ability is it actually does grant sight. That's um, like, yeah, that's for sure the most important thing Yes, you should know about this ability. So you just throw it in a bush and boom, you got vision. And then if you can get it over somebody, it is a slow, but that's not important. What's important is the 15% reduced magic resistance. So if you can get it on somebody and then maybe cast an ulti or get on somebody and, and, and land a bunch of Qs, you're going to really be pummeling them. Because if they have no MR, it's probably not doing a whole lot, but even tanks, I mean, because it's a percentage reduction, mm. um, it's it's basically free nah, free penetration built into his kit. Um, the slow is, is 40 to 80%, and as you level it up, the wall does get bigger. So that's also something to note. But other than that... You're just using it for sight, really. That's like the biggest, the biggest part, like Dean said. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, you have his E defile. Um, so this is does have a nice passive on it. Karthus restores mana whenever he kills an enemy. So that's a monster, a minion, a champion, um, an epic monster. It's it's not a ton of mana as you level it up. It's fifteen to fifty five, but it's important when you're clearing the jungle because you need that mana. This skill is a toggle skill, so as it's toggled, uh, it costs 30 to 78 mana per second. So if you kill something, you're going to recover most of your mana, but not all of it. That's in the ballpark range of about 75% um, as it scales up. So it is important to try to kill things while you have it, or while you're using it to conserve some mana. Um, it does tick every quarter second, so that is also important to know that you are getting your damage tick quite often. Um, the tick isn't very big. It's it's 7.5 to 27.5 with a 5% AP ratio. So um, you're just using it to help increase your damage, really, is, is the whole point of that thing. I've learned um, 
in particular, because I was playing him jungle for a little bit, uh, you do you don't want to just sit with this thing on. No, you actually want to toggle it on. Wait a second, then off, on, off, because it ticks every quarter second, right? Yep, yep. So you want to like toggle it for a second and then toggle off, because it also says toggling defile off triggers a final tick of damage. So you get yes, you know, it's free. Yeah, so you don't want to just sit there in jungle and just you know hold your E on, because that your mana goes bye bye. Yes, it does. Um, that way you can also, I mean, you can weave in auto attacks. You can, but like, it's not going to make that big of a difference. Right. But, um, yeah, again, it's, so I, maybe oh, I didn't realize it didn't, it did that minimal amount. It doesn't really do that much damage. No, that's why people often build like Landry's on him, uh, to, to help just continuously apply that burn tick. And when, once you pair it with Landry's and it's like, Oh my God, it was burning forever. Um, the other thing to note is that this ability does reevaluate its damage tick every time. Uh, so if you gain or lose AP within that amount of time, it will actually change your damage output. Um, the other thing to note is that it automatically turns off if you enter resurrection and it is unable to be turned off once you hit your passive, which is called Death Defied. Uh, when Karthus takes fatal damage, he enters a zombie state for <clears throat> seven seconds, during which he can, cast his, he can cast his abilities at no cost. If Defile has been learned, it will remain toggled on for Death Defied's entire duration. Requiem becomes disabled after Death Defied has lasted four seconds. That's because it takes too long to cast otherwise. While in this state, Karthus is untargetable and immune to CC. It does not take damage. Uh, is also rendered unable to move. Uh, can't basic attack, can't use summoner spells, and can't activate items. He also has a nice little quote uh, stolen from... Uh, is it is it Henry J. Oppenheimer? I know it's Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. Become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, just I am become death. And uh yes yes you did karthus you are dead and now you're trying to kill everybody with your powerful ultimate which dean needs to tell us about because that's his favorite ability <laughs> well, i mean it's any global abilities are just fucking sick yeah. i mean to be fair look at this fucking cooldown okay 200 <laughs> seconds at ranks at first rank and that it only is... scales down to two minutes too that's insane now, tell me is that the longest base cooldown what's shen's i'd have to look up what shen's base cooldown is because 200 seconds might be the longest i think 200 seconds is longer than shen i think shen's only 150 200 seconds that's like three minutes and 20 seconds yes yeah i'm doing the math right yeah yeah that's fucking nuts um i mean if you even if you stack that much ability haste i don't even think it will get down that much but i mean you can also go ultimate hunter which is like a must on this dude right Shen confirmed is 200 to 160, so you were right. So it's the same? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And what's... I mean... What's these are. Ooh, Soraka probably a good one to look up. Because that's like, I a, mean, that's like a direct counter to this ability, right? Um. Yeah, I think the most important thing is do not use this ability unless you're safe or you're in passive. Right. Because obviously if you get hard CC'd, you are... It cancels a whole fucking thing. The Soraka is 160 base. Wow, that's still fucking high. It's very high, but it's also OPAF early, so... Um, but yeah, 3 seconds, deals massive amount of mag magic damage, 75% AP, and yell, DIE, as you cast it. Um, 
It is cool because it does uh, work on clones. Um, it does also work on untargetables. So that is something to also note. Your mm. fizzes who are trying to troll pole. Um, sorry, sir, you're going to get hit by that thing. <laughs> um, let's see. It also does apply spell effects, obviously. So your Landry's, it makes it pretty dangerous because if it doesn't kill you, it very well might burn you to death. Um, also really good. The reason, I mean, you can go Dark Harvest. First Strike is very good because you literally, I mean, sure, the, the cooldown's long. Right. But you can literally just alt to get a, if you have a Leandries at least, you're going to have, you're going to get a shitload of gold. Yeah. Just off that ulti. Yeah, this is true. Right. So keep that in mind. Um, other than that, he doesn't have any old abilities, but he's got some really nasty old icons for his abilities. Like, oh, yeah, uh, Death Defied is just a, a sheep that's crossed out. Like, I don't understand that one, but someone got really fucking lazy. And then they changed it and made it look more similar to what it is now. Um, Lay Waste has, like, a ghoul coming out of a body, which is more of a Yorick thing than it would have been a Karthus thing at the time. Yeah. But... All right, right. Maybe that was like a, a slight Easter egg to um, point towards Yorick because I guess they do both come from the Shadow Isles. Um, Wall of Pain just looks weird. Defile is I don't even understand what that is. And Requiem looks like um, Shining Finger <laughs> from Gundam G. <laughs> I think that's about it. I think the last thing I'm just mentioned is what's the best Karthus skin? Oh. Ooh. Okay, so obviously Pentakill's up there, but like that's too cliche for me. I don't like, you know me, I don't like cliche skins. Um, I'm a fan of Statue of Karthus. Right. I also do, I do like Phantom Karthus. I think that one's just super cool. I like, obviously the original, a lot of these early champions have like their original base skin and then like a slightly different color version of the same skin. And that's what Phantom started off as, but they've gone back and, and actually changed it giving him like some pink eyes that look pretty cool and his staff is definitely different um i don't necessarily care for pentakill lost chapter Carthus. i will say that that one's kind of okay yeah it's okay um yeah uh, i gotta say statue like grim. Carthus, but grim's cool too grim reaper is cool it's just yeah for sure probably statue is the best one but yeah, yeah it is what it is and I like the original statue of Karthus artwork better than the new one because the new one's just him destroying stuff. But like the mm -hmm. original one had like the fireworks behind him and stuff. I just thought it looked cooler. And right. uh, that's it for Karthus. Yep, and we're gonna hop into a Mumu right after this break. All right, guys, welcome back. We are yep. moving on to a Mumu. Sure are. And uh... yep, guys, that was a Mumu. <laughs> <laughs> So, really, I think the biggest change that's happened over the year, and I say that year, um, really, but over the years, is is his bandage toss. Now that he's got, he can store a charge of bandage toss. Yep. Um, so they recharge at a scaling rate, but it's not like it's much. It's 16 to 14, depending on the ability. Um, but the static cooldown between how many, how often you can use them if you have both charged is three seconds. You can only charge two at a time. Um, I did not realize that the toss is actually a stun, not a root. I guess I always thought it was a root. Yeah. Um, 
so that's that is good to know it is a stun which makes it good to use on champions like katarina for example um so that is good to know obviously we know he he flies in and then because of his passive the cursed touch he starts actually applying 10 percent bonus true damage from all incoming pre-mitigation magic damage uh, and as that, uh, as the Amuma's basic attacks and Curse of the Sad Mummy mark enemies with Curse for three seconds, refreshing on subsequent applications and despair. Oh, I guess that does not curse him. So you go and you have to actually auto attack right. to to deal a curse or uh, use your W because that does uh, apply. Curse. So I was trying to look up when because I remember his his passive was not what it. It's not always been that. Prior, this was changed in right. season seven, seven point seven. His old passive used to just be basic attacks reduce targets magic resist by fifteen, twenty, twenty five for three seconds. Okay. And it got changed to obviously uh, curse take fifteen percent bonus true damage from all incoming uh, magic damage. That like comparing those two, it's so much. It just sounds way more op. Yeah. So I mean, it it's I think it's a lot grosser now and like. He is the prime example of champions you should be using Abyssal Mask on. Like, you're, you're dealing 10% bonus true damage from your pre-mitigation magic damage, but you should also be increasing your magic damage that you're you're uh, using, right? Yep. So, because he does, I mean, that's, that's what he does, magic damage. You throw an Abyssal Mask and you just get in there and it's like free magic pen, basically, for everybody, not just him. <laughs> I, just, I just remember when they... Um came out with uh mythic items that fucking sunfire demonic was so disgusting oh, with yeah. match with his w which of course until it changed demonic to actually only activate on abilities now it's i think though tanks if you can run if you're a magic dealing tank i think running like sunfire or gauntlet and then straight into demonic is really op Yes. So, guy, and I know yes. Mumu's getting changed this next patch, right? We don't know what's happening to him because we're guessing. But, yes. Um, <laughs> coming down there, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> he might be OP again. He might honestly be OP again. Um. Oh, something to note on the bandage toss, by the way. Forgot. Um, Mumu will always follow the dash if he lands it. Even if you stun him or whatever, you mobilize him, he will still follow the dash all the way through. Um... And it also still stuns even on death. So if he dies after he's landed the toss, you still get stunned. Yeah. So that is something to to be aware yeah, of. Yeah, Scuff Spider-Man just coming at you, dude. He's going to get you. Yes, and also if it if it uh, attaches like while you're flashing, he will move with you. Or while you're, like if it's Ezreal and he E's, if it attaches just before the E goes, he will actually follow you. He does not have a set range to go. He will follow the champion all the way. So that is something to note because that also works against like a Tristana as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Blitzcrank one does not work that way for Tristana. Um, the uh, Bandage Toss will work like that. So I, I think it's good to have that distinction in there so that everybody is aware of exactly what you can or can't do to get out of this thing. Um... Obviously, despair. His W is just him crying the whole time. Little bitch. He runs in. He cries at you, and he sniffs. He actually does make like a crying sound when he uses it too. Like it's very, very subtle. But if you listen, you can actually hear him whining and like kind of sniffling. 
Um, it's weird that it does say in the details that despite the rounding and despair's tooltip, where it's supposed to be uh, a quarter percent per hundred uh, extra, yeah, per hundred AP, it does say despite the rounding, it will deal increased magic damage for every point of ability power. So the tooltip is wrong, and Riot doesn't give a shit to fix it. I guess. Hell no. Hell to the nah. <laughs> um, and it is AOE damage. It does tick every half second, so it is not as frequent as Karthus. And it costs a fuck ton of mana for a Mumu because he's got a shit tier mana pool. Uh, eight mana per second, so it's pretty gross. Um, this is a prime champion to be building Thimblewinter on mm -hmm. uh, because of this reason and because he's got two stuns. Um, you talked about his passive. You want to go over his. Or you talked about his old passive. You want to go over his tantrum? Yeah, which is basically. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's the opposite. I mean, he he just right. takes reduced damage, physical damage, reduced yes, post mitigation damage. damage from every instance of physical damage. But it does scale with both armor and magic resist bonus. And it's capped at fifty percent of the damage. Did not know it was capped. Well, yeah. I mean, if it was if it got up to a hundred percent, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta go. Because it's, it's a flat damage reduction, right? So 5 to 13 plus 3% bonus armor and 3% bonus MR. But I feel like this champion builds more health than he does resistances. Because he's... He needs he needs the health. The resistances don't really help him that much, actually. I, um, He needs the health, and he's he kind of is like a... He almost builds AP Bruiser-ish, if that makes sense. Like, not quite the... I mean, obviously, he can flex more to tank or, or more towards Bruiser, depending on, on the enemy team comp. But, um... Yeah, he, I mean, he has generous AP ratios. Like, it, it, it makes you want to go that route if you can, you know? I'm telling you, man, just Sunfire item into Demonic, you're... Demonic. It's, like, perfect. Yes. I think the only other, like... I mean, is Frozen Heart the only armor item? Or I guess, no, Thornmail gives HP. Does, is Frozen Heart the only, like, tank item that doesn't give yes, health? Yes, I think so. As well as, it's just straight armor it, and mana. CDR, or whatever. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, because everything else is not a, a tank item. Banshee's Veil is not a tank item. Um, even if it is slightly defensive, it's not a tank item. Um, I think you're right. So that, uh, I think you're right. Could you imagine if Frozen Heart gave HP? I think it would just... No, that item would be OPAF. Well, because Randuin's... Because... Randuin's gives it Frozen to you. Heart... Randuin's has... Frozen Heart has the, um... The Warden's Mail passive, right? Where it takes a little bit of damage yes. reduction. So it's the same thing yes. as Randuin's. Randuin... Yes. Oh, I'm looking at this shit now. Obviously... I'm, depending on your build, you could... You could optimize for mana with Frozen Heart and Fimblewinter. Or you can optimize for damage i think with uh randuin's for this for the slow um active by popping the slow and then just being able to continually apply your curse well i was gonna and, like, say just not able to run away if you build <laughs> fimble winter do you need to build randuin's because you're getting the slow from fimble winter oh that's right fimble winter does that at slow right when there's when they cc or slow like right is that how it works wait no i think so am i drunk no you get a shield for fimble winter I'm fucking get my items confused. Oh, you know what? You're yeah, you're confusing that with um, with uh, Rylai's. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's right. My bad. No, that's my bad. Um, I mean, I'm looking at 
So Frozen Heart's cheaper. Gives less for armor, sure. more magic or ability haste, 400 mana. 400 mana is probably like the most appealing shit to this for as long as right. far as like base. And then, oh, sure. of course, um, lowers attack speed. Does it still 20%? 20%, yeah. 700 range. I did not know it was 700 range. So that's decent. That's pretty decent. If you're sitting it's in the decent. middle of everybody, it's it's, yeah. Put it this way, Caitlyn can't auto-attack you without losing attack range, or attack speed. Um, And then the basic attack. So, I mean, either, I guess both these items are good, because it kind of pairs nicely with his E-passive, where Randuin's and right. Heart, you're taking reduced basic attack damage. Yes. Let's see, uh, reduced by seven. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would build both, I would build one or the other. Uh, and opt in for Abyss Hole Mask. I mean, unless they're all AD. If they're all AD, well, even if they're all AD, I would just build a Thornmail instead. I wouldn't, I wouldn't build both, I don't think. No. Oh man, Thormail only gives sixty armor. Yeah, they had to bring it down, and that item still sucks because. Well, they did buff the um the thorns damage. Yeah, they could just also buff the um armor, the base armor, or or the grievous wounds. The grievous the wounds. Above? That's where I was going with that. <laughs> they could just they not necessarily the armor, but the grievous wounds. I think is what they really could uh, stand to buff on it because like. You have to either CC or be able to. You have to BCC or be able to CC oh, somebody in yeah. order to get that, full Grievous, and that's so fucking bad. I mean, so bad. It's not bad on a Mumu because he obviously has hard CC. Right. But there are champions that don't have hard CC that want it. Like the only thing that comes, the first one that comes to mind is like Nasus. I would feel right. a little he weird building a Chainsword on him. I'm like, nah, dude, give me Thormail where I'm fucking gonna walk through motherfuckers and they're gonna be hitting me. Because it's, it's yeah, for I... sure the worst of the Grievous Wound, like the, the legendary items with Grievous Wounds, it's definitely the worst. Oh, for sure. To... It's not even close. They should, they should change um, it to slows. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is is Thornmail does do magic damage, so you do get the Moomoo's passive attached to it. It's only 10% of not a whole lot. Like, don't get me wrong, but true damage is true damage. It's unmitigatable, and it's based on the pre-mitigation uh, magic damage that you're dealing. So, I do think that is something worth noting uh, if you're going into an auto-attacking team. Now, if you're going to a team that's not auto-attacking like that, then it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad. There's not a whole lot else talk about a mumu oh i we didn't mention that his e is the cooldowns reduced by basic, uh, attacks. basic attacks that when he's hit by basic attacks yep. um and then we didn't talk about his ulti but i think we all know what curse of the sad mummy does you q in you press r and anybody who's in the air gets knocked down so that's you tristana you don't get to leave if, if he hits r and you're in that range you get immediately brought down to the ground um and stunned uh, that ability is the whole reason you play this champion. Um, that and bandage toss, but like those are that's the combo, right? Bandage toss, ulti. Uh, sorry, bandage toss, W, ulti, and then you E while they're sitting there as a sitting duck, and hopefully your team can blow somebody up because the Moomoo's probably not gonna do it on his own. No, he can't. Unless if you're going like full AP, you're gonna one shot people, but you're not. You shouldn't go be going full AP. Right. Um, all right. What's your best best of Moomoo? Oh, there's actually so many good ones. He has a it's lot of gotta good ones. be Emumu is really fucking good, or Sad Present Emu or Regifted. Re excuse me, Regifted. Oh yeah, and yeah, re almost Prom yeah. King. There's so many. 
almost I like almost prom king a lot. Um, I was like sad robot. Yeah, Infernal's not bad either. Infernal he he looks like Canon in Infernal, but it, it's cool because he's got chains instead of bandages, and I like that. Um, I don't know about porcelain. He's basically just Chip from Beauty and the Beast, so that one's kind of weird. <laughs> I had no idea he had a Hextech skin. Uh, I think I knew that, but no one ever uses it, so it doesn't matter. Surprise Party's pretty good, too. Right. But, uh, yeah, guys, that's... I mean, unless you had anything else you no. want to go over with the movie, that's, that's him. For our boy, uh, the Sad Mummy, so finally... Oh, I didn't realize that in Surprise Party, he carries around a Teemo balloon. <laughs> That's great. That's cool. Oh, and it it changes based on the chroma. He carries on different yordles. Let's see. He carries on Lulu. He carries around a Poro. He's got Ziggs, uh, little Devil t uh, Timo. Uh, I don't know what that is in the pearl one. Looks like a wolf. I don't know. I'm not understanding that one. Um, there's Nar in Rainbow. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's Snow Day Nar. Um, in Ruby, that looks like Tibbers. And in Sapphire, it looks like Fizz. That's cool. Alrighty, so finally, uh, Cho'Gath. Yep. Gaffy. Um, the only change that they've had, uh, which is weird, because I feel like <laughs> this is like, um, like, I don't know why this is like in a past version. I feel like this could change, because like, for Amumu, when he got added, this is, like, very similar. This feels similar right. to how, like, oh, Amumu got an extra bandage toss or something. Bandage toss, right, right. it used to be a toggle, and now it's not. It's three auto attacks now. I mean, let me look at the damage-wise. It must have been buffed in damage. Oh, it's definitely buffed in damage because it's, uh, has to do... It's HP, right? <laughs> so... <coughs> Jesus Christ. The base damage... Is higher early but nerfed late. The same AP scale, but you get plus three percent, plus a half a percent per feast stack of the target's max health. So if you have ten feast stacks, you're getting an extra five percent. So you're getting eight percent of the target's max health. And then also they added a slow, <clears throat> whereas in the past it did not slow; it just did damage and applied um, spell effects. So it's much much so. better. I mean, this is. Pretty sure you're still gonna be maxing this first, especially if you, I mean if you're going against a tank, this is like a no brainer. Right, right. I didn't realize that that was a, a auto attack reset too. Yeah, it's nice. Always, always fucking um, nice. Right, right. And then of course he gains he gains range on it, and that slow is actually pretty gross. Um, and then obviously his the the. Um, Damage is capped against minions and monsters because that would be pretty fucking gross as well. Um, one of the things to note about Cho'Gath, he is one of the only champions left with a silence. Right. Not and he can actually silence Rift Scuttler. So does that uh, break the shield? It's a great question. Let's find out. If I click on Rift Scuttler... Gameplay, let's see. Several unique reaction interactions with crowd control. She gains 100% slow resist while not fleeing. She has negative 100% tenacity. Crowd control effects that are affected by tenacity last twice as long. Her dash can be knocked down and she won't commence it while rooted or grounded. Oh, it the does. Following crowd control effects and smite remove it. Yeah, I did not realize that silence actually worked on that. I had no I, idea. You probably have done that before. That's actually <laughs> big. Like, if you have a Soraka on your team, too, you can just walk over and be like, boom, yes, shield's gone, e. baby. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So that's good to know. Did not know that was a thing. 
uh, Cho'Gath is like, Cho'Gath is king, one of the fucking best like lane sustain champions because obviously because it's passive, passive. <laughs> he restores health and mana. Yep. That's fucking great. It's not that man- much mana at first, but I mean, some so there's some like AP champions where you want to like start with like a Doran's ring, but this is right. like oh I don't feel as bad going fucking Doran's shield. 18 health, like level one, is a lot. I feel like that's a lot. Per, mi- per uh, minion? It, it's okay. Yeah. It, well, any enemy, really. It's a minion, monster, champion. Um, the, the thing I was going to say, I just wanted to touch on the mana bit, is that it's a lot of mana, even though it doesn't seem like a, a whole lot. Three and a half to seven and three quarters based on level. But Chogath does not have high mana costs. His Rupture, which is arguably one of his best abilities, is only 60 mana. His silence scales up to 110 mana at max rank, but you're not maxing mm-hmm. that. That's your last max uh, skill, so that's not really a big deal. And the Vorpal Spikes only cost 30 mana. So, like, really, your bread and butter skills, you're talking 90 mana per activation. Yeah. And then the ulti is only 100. Note on the Vorpal Spikes, it's 30 mana for one cast, and then you have three attacks. Yes. So. Um, what is his mana pool? 270 to 1290. So yeah, at a 270, he's got a rather low mana pool. So to get three and a half mana back per killed enemy, that's that's not bad. Yeah, I mean as long as you're as long as your last that's, that's hitting, about one percent, you're good. You're yeah. good to go. <laughs> that's a little more than one percent of your actual mana, but like yeah, it's not hard to to do on the first you know few waves until a freeze happens or whatever, and you're forced to kill them or or leave or whatever. So again, I think it's important. Um, I know it says it does say does not trigger upon wards, um, but it will trigger on killing a turret, but it does not trigger on inhibitors. Um, let's see. We talked about Feral Scream. We talked about Vorpal Spikes. Oh, we passed over Rupture. That's his knockup. And oh, I did not realize that it actually grants sight of the area. Yeah, as well. another same thing. I didn't think yeah, about it's that. That nice makes sense. Check bushes with that. And it's got a really nice 60% slow for a second and a half, too, after they come down from the knockup. So you, you knock them up for a second, and they can't run uh, for another second and a half. Yeah. They're only running at six, they're 40%. So that's pretty good, pretty huge. It's like a, uh, a, big, uh, a big reason that this champion's still relevant. Um, also, if you cleanse the airborne, you... S- like, if you use cleanse, like, if you're GP and you use your oranges while you're airborne, you still will be slowed. It will not prevent that slow. And the slow cannot be blocked by a spell shield. Uh, I think it's Sivir spell shield, but will always be prevented if the airborne was. So if you if you block the airborne, you won't get slowed. But if you, if you get caught in the airborne and someone puts a spell shield on you, you're still slowed. Um, and then his ulti. This is his, obviously his signature ability. Uh, allowing Cho'Gath to grow in size for each enemy he eats. Um, I guess the best way, I'll just read it off to you guys, is Cho'Gath attempts to eat the target enemy, dealing them true damage. (laughs) Well, he doesn't always kill them, right? He just bites them or he eats them. Um, Against non-champions, the base damage is modified to 1,000, which makes him an excellent uh, objective-securing champion. Objective as in Dragon Baron yeah, if, or if you have a Rift. Cho'Gath on your team, he doesn't obviously. I don't think he's been a. I'm sure you could jungle him, but no, I probably wouldn't do that. But like, not right now. Like, yeah. if you can coordinate with your jungler, Baron's at 1900. Just smite, 
And then just just have him smite at 1900 health, and then Cho'Gath just eats the whole thing, and there's no way, there's no way you should be losing monster objectives with a Cho'Gath on your team. That's like losing with a new new one. So yeah, same thing. Like anything that does that much true damage, like, yeah. Right. The thing to note as well is that Cho'Gath can use this on minions um, or non-epic monsters in the jungle, but he can only do that six times. After that, he no longer gains health per stack. But he can use it on Dragon, Baron, Rift Herald uh, as many times as he wants, or Champions as many times as he wants to gain as many stacks as he likes. Um, as you level it up, your bonuses level up as That's well. That's a big one. A very big one. Your bonus attack range per stack Um Scales from 4.62 range to 7.69 range per stack at max rank. Uh, your bonus size per stack scales at 6 to 10% at max rank. And your bonus health per stack scales at 80 to 160 uh, per rank. So it is pretty gross. If you've ever seen a menacing-ass Cho'Gath just walking down the lane. 12 stacks, fucking yeah. Frostfire Gauntlet, because that increases your size too. Elixir of right. Iron. He's actually disgusting, it's, and and yeah. I sometimes it almost is too much. You can't even fucking auto attack if you're that large. It's it is actually almost too big. You're right. It's hard to <laughs> click on models because you're so big. But you're. I think. I think his. Uh, does his scream also um, scale in size? Uh, that's. A, I'm not sure about that one. Maybe it doesn't. Let me um Maybe it let me I was looking for this, so I went down to the patch history. Let me take you down memory lane. His ultimate never used to be infinite. Did we mention it was infinite? It's it's infinite. Oh, it's infinite. We did not mention that. Of, outside of as long as you're killing anything but lane minions, jungle creeps after those six stacks. But uh season seven. I don't okay, to be fair, I think even older it didn't I'd have to go back even further, but there's so many patch changes. But in season seven, uh, and before before that, you could only get stick six stacks. Do you remember this? Where you could only use your alt six times, or it would stack only to six times. If you use your alt after that, it would heal you when you use your oh, alt. I don't here. remember that. So here, Jesus seven point four. This is when disgusting. they changed it to how it is now. So prior, if you died, you'd lose stacks. You'd lose half your stacks on death. Okay. Um, it once you when okay. you're at max six stacks, you would heal. They got rid of that, obviously. Mm. Uh, prior champion kills granted two stacks. Doesn't do that anymore. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. Uh, killing a minion or monster refunded fifty percent cooldown yeah. and mana cost. I remember that as well. That is when Cho'Gath was a jungler. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then. What else did they have? AP do reduce. Yeah, AP ratio went reduced. Well, I remember when he was AP Cho'Gath in the mid lane, and it was fucking disgusting because the W's a hundred percent. Or sorry, the Q is a hundred percent AP scale. Yeah, I remember that. Does it? Does this alt say it reaches maximum size at ten stacks? Does it? This is because this is what it's saying here. Maybe they changed that. It does not say. Let me hit the details if it says anything in here. Um. Oh, they, yeah, there you go. Uh, no, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Hold on. 
Damage. The highest possible stack count used to be 255, and the buff name would equal the stacks. Feast X255. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is... So the name of the bonus health buff is Feast times 1. So that's what you used to see. Um... But yeah, it used to be 255. There is no cap, so you can... The size. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you just infinitely get larger. Yeah. Uh, the bonus attack range... Oh, no, just kidding, I lied. The bonus attack range and increased size cap... Oh, Or okay. an increased size cap it respectively. So 16.25 to 9.75 on the bonus attack range, and then 16.67 down to 10 stacks, with the last stack being effective as the decimal part of the value. What does that fucking mean? No decibel meaning 100% as effective. Okay. Sure. Sure, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, each stack of feasts increases the damage by 8, 12, 16. Did I mention that? I don't think I did. Um, yeah, that's it. Ooh. I think it's yeah. very easy to say what his best skin is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen. I hope the god they never change that skin. I just, I, I really love when when he pops somebody up and goes, "Aha!" Oh, he goes, <laughs> "Up you go, or up you go." That um, I do like Jurassic Cho'Gath, but I just like the splash art. Um, uh, although I do like that they keep the little bolts in his joints, kind of like um, you see at a museum. But that's definitely pulled right out of uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park with the little Cho'Gath rules banner falling down and the little corky with no hat on uh running away um and then uh, dark star is actually really good too you can't forget about dark star it's a really good skin um and shanghai scrolls is sick because they turned his face into a kabuki mask he's badass and battle cast is cool too actually honestly he's got like a whole list of good skins nightmare is probably the worst one um i do like lochness um oh what was I gonna hit? One of his, uh, oh, his Chinese splash art was fucking sick. Although he looked kind of more like a sea creature. Fucking sick. Whoa. Super cool. Like way better than the than the original North America splash art that was fucking duty pants. That still reflected Nightmare Cho'Gath. I'm surprised I never actually updated the Nightmare Cho'Gath one. Well, I think that's it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about these guys here. Um, no, you're right. This we was have longer. Some... This was longer than uh, I thought it was going to be. Longer than expected. That's okay. Right. Next week, we've got another pair of champions released on the same date uh, with Nivia and Ramis. Um, again, champions that have not been reworked. So that's a short one. If we feel like it, we can get spicy and throw Vagar in, in there, too. But. It may just be short. We're going to leave that up to our own discretion. Any suggestions on a poll or Q&A? Um, Q&A is, is what's your favorite skin of the three? Three champions. Pick your favorite one of all three of them. Not one for each. Your favorite skin of all three champions. Got it. All right. That's what I want to know. Um, and as far as a poll goes... Um, you just want to... I mean, we didn't mention LCS is starting back this weekend. Oh no, we didn't. You guys, you LCS guys gonna watch LCS? Sure, that's a good Fuck poll. It. Easy mm -hmm. enough. Are you are you checked in? Uh, does LEC start this weekend too? Uh, maybe. Let's see. I know, I know, LPL and LCK yep. are already going. It starts tomorrow, or excuse me, it starts today. Yep. No, oh, sweet. So yeah, if uh, 
if you guys plan on watching, I would say if are you are going to watch pro at all, not necessarily just LCS, but pro in general. Cool. Um, answer that poll. But other than that, guys, I I got nothing else for you today. Nope. <laughs> I know it's uh. Have a good Friday. Yeah, happy, good happy Father's Day weekend. too. It's going to be Father's Day this weekend. Yes, to all you fathers out there. Um, Azap is the newest uh, one that I yeah, know that listens. Shout out. Shout out. Uh. Christian, if you're listening, you're probably not, but if you're listening, shout out, dude. Um, everybody else, if if I didn't mention you, I apologize. I <laughs> I just don't know. So yeah, guys, uh, enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back on Monday. Yep, see you guys in the Rift. Peace.